the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, it's meeting time. And if you're just joining us, welcome. And let me reiterate the mission and theme of Christians with Secret Addictions. Yours truly and guests are here every Sunday to carry the message of salvation by receiving Jesus Christ as our Savior and share our journey of restoration from any type of addictive or emotionally fractured lifestyle. This journey is led by the Holy Spirit as we apply life-changing biblical principles to our lives. God's inspired Word contains thousands of spiritual principles that lead us out of the darkness of addiction into the light of the world, Jesus Christ. And in our meeting, we're going to be introducing and planting seeds of 12 of these principles known as the 12 Steps to Recovery found all throughout Scripture. And we encourage you to seek out 12-step recovery meetings with like-minded people, much like our meeting, where we receive support, encouragement, mentoring, and we love on each other. This is the journey I travel every day, and I meet with you today with over 27 years of healing. Now, in the book of 1 Samuel, we learned that David was being pursued by King Saul. King Saul was enraged and jealous. He was seeking to kill David. And in Psalm 34, David cried out in prayer, I prayed to the Lord. He answered me. He freed me from all my sins. In desperation, I prayed, and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. God heard David's pleas, and he saved him. And if you're in a desperate situation, feeling lost and hopeless, if you or a loved one are struggling with any type of addiction, and if you have the courage to pray as David did and admit that you need divine intervention in these difficult circumstances, and if you become open-minded and willing to follow God's plan of recovery and healing that we journey, we're here for you. Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two. scripture invites us to cast all our cares on the Lord. He will sustain us. Folks, when we turn our sinful, addictive lifestyle over to God, we can trust that he'll provide the help we need. He hears our SOS. There's no coincidence that you're joining us today. And as with David, he hears your pleas and he wants to save you. And it's my prayer that you join us each Sunday and let us help you on this pathway to recovery. Now, I have to tell you, this transformation isn't easy. It takes time. It takes a lot of hard work, but it's worth the effort. And I promise you, God will be with you as we apply each and every one of these life-changing principles to our lives. You will find freedom, recovery, healing, and peace of mind. And for your knowledge, we introduce and review one of these steps each week. And do not be concerned if you've missed any of these steps. 
Our podcast contains previous meetings and previous steps, and you can find our podcast on various platforms. Just search Christian with Secret Addictions podcast. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe. Now, today we're going to revisit step nine, that we made direct amends to the people we've harmed except when to do so would injure them or others. Last week, we touched on the fact that those of us that began this journey of recovery and healing have come a long way towards developing this new lifestyle. By applying steps one through seven in our lives, have us realizing how the powerlessness and the unmanageability of our addictive lifestyle have caused havoc and chaos. Facing our character flaws, our sins discovered in our written moral inventory, confessing them to God, ourselves, and another person, being ready to have these spiritual malignant tumors of addiction removed from our inner being and praying to God to remove them. This has all been a humbling experience for us. In step eight and nine, with the encouragement and guidance from the Holy Spirit, we rebuild our character. Step eight, we write a list of the people we harm. We survey the damage we've done, and we put a game plan together. And step nine, we're ready to put this game plan into action. We face our faults. We admit our wrongs. We take responsibility for our wicked ways, and we seek forgiveness. And it's in this principle that we rid ourselves from guilt, shame, and we find serenity, freedom, and a healthy mind, body, and soul. Now listen, there's a lot of parts to this ninth principle. Direct amends, indirect amends, a living amends, and when making amends might not be possible. And because of time restraint, we will be visiting these in future meetings. However, there's one part of this step that must be addressed this very day. Thus far, We've learned that by making amends, reconciliation, restitution, and seeking forgiveness, we've cleaned our side of the street. But step nine isn't a one-way street. It runs both ways. So what must be done to clean the other side of the street? It's called forgiving others. Forgiveness is a two-way street. While seeking forgiveness, we must offer forgiveness. And I've learned that forgiveness, that's not an emotion. It's a decision. And when we decide to forgive others, we're no longer held captive by these negative feelings of hate and resentment. We're freed from being controlled by anyone other than God. And I've learned through my own personal experience, the resentments that I felt towards others, they didn't just vanish. This is not a one and done, and I didn't do it perfectly. This forgiveness piece takes time. And as we choose to forgive others, our feelings will change while we spiritually mature, grow, recover, and heal on this journey of transformation. Now, first and foremost, for this transformation to take place, it's imperative that we focus on ourselves for far too long We've been our own worst enemy. We have experienced self-blame, guilt, shame, worthlessness, self-loathing, and a victim of self-inflicted pain, be it physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. 
and taking time to look at the harm we've done to ourselves and being willing to forgive ourselves is an essential piece on our ongoing journey of restoration and healing. Secondly, we learn in the book of Ephesians, we're taught to get rid of all bitterness, resentments, rage, anger, harsh words. Forgive one another just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Folks, this is a big order, and God's standard for righteous living, they're lofty. So how do we obey these instructions? Humanly speaking, we can't, but God can. You see, God is in the business of healing broken relationships. Listen, a truly born-again believer has the Holy Spirit living in us. And our decisions, willingness, and desire to forgive others can only be accomplished by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that quits us with the grace mercy needed to forgive others. Jesus teaches a prayer called the Lord's Prayer. And this is a prayer that's not only a model for our prayers, it's a model for our lives. In Matthew 6, verse 12, he instructs to ask for forgiveness for our sins as we forgive those that have sinned against us. So let me ask you, how many times have you prayed this Lord's Prayer and has it been sincere and heartfelt? Have you truly forgiven those that have sinned against you, or did you speed past that forgiving part like speeding through a stop sign? Folks, God has a radar gun on our hearts. He knows if our prayers are sincere or if we're just mouthing words. He warns us of insincere utterings. He teaches, do not babble on as the heathens do. Are your prayers just babble? Now, I was taught there's two major reasons why our prayers might be just babble to God. First, the Lord's Prayer begins with our Father. And only those that have received Jesus Christ as their Savior can call God Father. So let me ask you, are you a child of God? Is he your Father in heaven? Or are your so-called prayers trivial, shallow, superficial? Do you acknowledge Jesus with your lips, but you deny him with your lifestyle? Are your petitions hypocritical, prideful, and just plain babble? Folks, if we haven't accepted Jesus as our Savior, we cannot pray the Lord's Prayer plain and simple. And secondly, we can't ask for forgiveness if we're not truly forgiving those that have trespassed against us. Jesus makes this clear. If you forgive those that have sinned against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father won't forgive you. Jesus is describing a Christian behaving badly, preventing God's best for us, or a person that's not saved at all. So what must be done to rectify this dilemma? How are we able to call God Father? And the answer is in the inspired Word of God written by the prophet Ezekiel. I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit in you the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and a new spiritual obedient heart cleansed of sin, bitterness, and resentments is a gift to those that believe 
and the saving work of Jesus Christ on their behalf. And I pray that you ask Christ to come into your life this very day. Be renewed by the Holy Spirit as he removes your spiritually malignant heart of stone and unforgiveness, replaces it with the heart of forgiveness so that you may walk in the newness of life. Lastly, let me make this clear. Forgiving others doesn't condone or excuse the sins, actions, and wrongs done to us. But holding on to these resentments short-circuits our recovery. These hurts are too heavy for us to carry. We must take them to the cross, drop them in prayer, turn them over to the power of God. He judges our offenders according to his perfection and goodness. We no longer have to live with this heavy heart of resentments. We no longer have to be a victim, but be victorious as we forgive ourselves and forgive others by the encouragement of the Holy Spirit that indwells in each of us that can call God Father. Amen. Next week, We're going to introduce the 10th step of recovery, that we continue taking an inventory when we're wrong, admit it. And I want you to reference James 1, 21 through 25. Amen.